Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. I'm your host, Bruce Clay. With me is Robert Esparza. Susan will be joining us later in the show. Thanks, everybody, for joining us today. Thank you. Uh, you can catch SEM Synergy every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, which is noon Pacific. Our guest today is Aaron Landerkin. He's our IT manager here at Bruce Clay. Aaron plays a huge role in managing the development of the online projects our company runs. He also is a development manager for our, our SEO toolset, which is uh, currently in redesign. He'll explain how the IT department works and supports our analysts. That'll be a, a pretty interesting uh, thing, I think, for a lot of you, especially up-and-coming companies. Right now, I want to discuss how training and conferences and all those kinds of things are synergistic and work with your marketing efforts. Um, I'll start out with conferences. Robert and I work conferences all the time. All the time. Robert, what do you think? Well, I think conferences um, in general are a great place for people that are really looking to understand um, what the search industry is about, as well as for people that have been in there uh, for quite some time to develop new contacts, um, maybe brush up on some education. There's a lot of new stuff coming out nowadays that a lot of people don't really know exactly what to do with, you know, talking about video, um, talking about just rich media integration in general. Um, and conferences are a great way to, uh, to educate yourself. Uh, conferences, are they basically for newbies or are they for everybody? I think they're for everybody. You can, everybody can get something out of a conference. Newbies are going to obviously get tons of information. Um, um, veterans are going to be able to uh, see what everybody else is doing. <laughs> you, know, you know, keep an eye on the competition as you were, very important. Um, and in general, just be able to, to really network and, and build, build your businesses. I think that I've noticed uh, that a lot of the speakers have uh, changed over time. And, and the newer speakers are really experts in their field. And, and sometimes the fields are things that I would not have thought about. Um, and I find myself actually sitting in on some sessions and, and picking up, gee, what about and how do we do this and how do we apply this to our own clients we're right at the forefront of a lot of stuff, and we still see a lot of new things coming out of conferences and sessions and statistics that we hadn't uh, tracked down and, mm -hmm. and whatabouts. Um, what about the exhibition hall? Exhibition hall is great. Uh, I mean, you can get at least a bag full of tchotchkes, if nothing else. Um, but no, the exhibition halls allow people to really interact with all of the companies that are out there and ask the questions and really be able to almost pit the companies that you, you might be looking at uh, against each other by asking them a series of strategic questions um, to really make sure that they are going to be the right business for you to work with. Even at the technical level, I think what we're finding is as more and more people attend conferences, there's hundreds of people in a session. 
Uh, obviously, you can't all rush the stage at the same time <laughs> to ask your important question. Right. Uh, the exhibition hall seems to be a good way to actually take your question and spend 10 minutes with an expert in the field and, and get some answers and find out what's going on. Uh, that means that fundamentally, uh, between the sessions and between the, I guess, the exhibition hall and the questions and Q&A, conferences are actually becoming a little bit stronger as training environments. Yes, very, very much so. Um, and speaking of training, um, training, I think, is one of the the most important aspects of having a successful search campaign um, in general. I know that we um, at Bruce Clay, we, we require our clients to go through training because we've just found that it is is paramount to success. Yeah, I... The problem you have in a lot of SEO companies, and, and those of you that are smaller firms, I think will really appreciate this. Uh, as you get into the project and you're talking to your client and you're explaining things to your client, trying to get your clients to do things, the last thing you want to do is have to train that client every single phone call why they're doing something. Training over the phone is just totally a waste of time. You really kind of hope that they know enough that when you say this is what we're going to be doing, you don't have to explain yourself every time you open your mouth. That level of training for clients is great. What about for the SEOs? Uh, similar to conferences, there's always something that you can learn to, to better yourself and thus help your clients um, better uh, or more efficiently. Um, you might be doing something that's working great, but one little tweak, and it could be super effective, uh, much more so than it is for you. And just continuing edu your education throughout the, the process. I mean, as everybody knows, search engines change um, their algorithms constantly. Your, your competitors change their websites constantly. And all of these people, um, search engines and your uh, competitors alike, are always you know, aiming for that you know, top position or making it harder for you to get in that top position, depending upon what we're talking about. Um, and training and, and self-education um, through any means is it's just something everybody needs to do. We speak at, uh, I, I certainly have been on panels, at 10 conferences a year. Um, pretty well, every month I've got something going on or, or sometimes twice a month and it, it splits out. But with Google announcing that they did 450 algorithm changes in the last year. Yeah. Going to 10 conferences a year is a really handy thing because we're always hearing what people think or what they've observed or what they've documented about each of those updates. I think training is great. I think conferences are spectacular. I fully support conferences. I'd love for everybody to go. Uh, if you ever go to you know SES or SMX or PubCon, uh, come by our booth and certainly uh, talk to us because we'll answer questions. We've always given away as much information as we can. Yep, it's time to take a break, guys. Um, thanks for sticking around. Um, please come back and listen to our uh, next session where I'll be talking with Aaron Landerkin, our IT manager. Aaron's got some great things to say about how he fits into the whole SEO equation, um, and I think it's going to be kind of an eye-opener for a lot of you out there. Uh, more SEM Synergy on the way. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Welcome back to our coverage of the 17th Annual Golf Invitational, brought to you by SureHits.com. 
When looking for the right ad network, there seem to be unlimited choices. Go with the only network that targets the insurance industry, SureHits.com. Let's head down to the fairway. Here we are at the 18th hole. Odd choice for Ken Mitchum to not go with SureHits.com here. I mean, they are the only ad network that targets the insurance industry. Definitely a strange choice to not pick the best option for publishers in the finest category, but, oh, here's a swing. Oh, look out, folks. Terrible slice into the woods. Jeff Burns now stepping up to the fairway. And it looks like he's already chosen SureHits.com. Clearly the best choice since they pay more for quality traffic. And the swing. Oh my, he crushes it. When getting ready to make your drive, go with a sure thing. SureHits.com. For insurance, it's SureHits. When it comes to finding the right customers with the right keywords, all you have to remember is ABC Search. ABC Search is the world's largest privately held pay-per-click network, giving advertisers the best pay-per-click traffic with over 6 billion searches a month and industry-leading protection using ClickShield. Their patent-pending fraud identification software, you can trust ABC Search to deliver the best possible traffic. When thinking about PPC and publisher solutions, all you need to remember is ABC Search. Quality partners, quality search, abcsearch.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart, had been out there with the code of ethics, been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. It's time to do your thing, affiliate thing. The Affiliate Summit videos, it's great. I actually watched the session that I was in. It's pretty good. Nice. Yeah, and I, I saw in your video that your feet hurt. Um, well, you know what? That day, I don't know, I had some boots on that were uncomfortable, and I was just, you know, not going to stand up anymore. So those boots weren't made for walking? They were not. Thank you, Nancy Sinatra. Affiliate thing. Dig it. I broadcast Wednesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Market channel only on webmasterradio.fm warning listening to webmasterradio.fm daily may cause webmaster insomnia and an increase in your company's profits webmasterradio.fm stay up with us all night long webmasterradio.fm we're everywhere search engine marketing formulated for web 2.0 you're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. I'm Robert Esparza, and right now I'm here with Aaron Lanerkin, my good friend and IT manager here at Bruce Clay. Hey, Aaron. Hi, Robert. Aaron, we would like to ask you a couple questions today, um, kind of how the IT department and programming department relates um, to SEL projects or just any real internet marketing projects in general. Um, can you kind of give us a background on what you do for our company and, and your experience with our company? Sure. Um, I've been here for about four and a half years. I started out as an SEO analyst, just like you, on the same day. That's true. And, uh, <laughs> And then became a senior SEO analyst, uh, just like you. And then forked over to the IT department, where now I'm the IT manager. Not like me. Not like you. Correct. 
as the company grew, the opportunity to take the position opened up, and it was more kind of with my background and what I was interested in since I was a computer science and math major in college. And so uh, I thought that would be a little bit more interesting and challenging for me to get into instead of just being uh, an SEO analyst. Um, so, I mean, before I joined BC, I, uh, I was a programmer just for little web scripts and everything. So mm-hmm. pretty, it came pretty natural to me to, to kind of fork off into programming in IT. Right. And uh, I'm sure that your knowledge of Fortran was very helpful for this job also, right? Oh, of course. It's the premier web language. <laughs> um, do you think that being a former analyst helps you with uh, your IT uh, responsibilities here? Uh, yeah, I do. I, mostly it comes into play when I get questions from analysts or uh, have to do something special for clients where it involves some sort of programming function or you know some sort of configuration to a server or something like that. Um, it helps helps me because I know what the analyst is looking for as a result, and so I don't have to go back and forth with questions and test things. And it's not it doesn't wind up being like a, a drawn out IT project. It's it's a very quick and painless process to kind of get stuff done. Do you think that um, somebody in your department in another uh, SEM firm um, should have that knowledge? Do you, do you think it's it's really useful? I, I'd say it's useful, but not required. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'd be helpful if your IT staff is trained uh, somewhat in SEO or at least on what the people at your company do as far as production. Um, but it's not required. I mean, we have, uh, we've dealt with IT staff that isn't trained in SEO or SEM, mm-hmm. and they're still able to get stuff done. It just usually takes a little bit more explaining or a little bit more proof to kind of get what you want. Very cool. Very cool. Um, Obviously, I know you do a lot for us here. What would you say are the, the key tasks that you really do for us that, that help support um, what we do for our clients? Uh, I do a lot. <laughs> um, as far as the clients go, I think some of the main things I do is I help create custom reports and tools uh, for analysts to give to clients or for clients directly. Um, I also help plan and develop the tools um, that we use as a company and for our our subscribers, which, although they're not project clients, they're our clients in a different kind of way. Um, I also manage all the programming projects for the company, um, check status of all of our servers and websites and stuff like that. So um, as far as as that goes, you know, that has has a lot to do with our client base and how how able we are to do our job. So, I mean, that's a huge, huge part of our operations. Well, I know that a lot of our analysts here will sometimes get stuck on some higher level technical issues and I know they run straight to you. (laughs) Yes, they do. (laughs) Um, which is, which is cool. I mean, I have, I have a lot of experience with like Linux servers and, and windows servers, um, and configuring things and, uh, you know, writing small scripts to do certain things on web pages. So if, if clients use like a templated CMS system that's in PHP, you know, some of the analysts might know not know the PHP code, but they know what they want to get out of it. So they'll just come to me real quick, and I'll have a quick answer for them. Quick survey: Linux or Windows Server? Linux. That's what I thought. <laughs> nothing against Microsoft, of course. No, nothing. <laughs> um, what what projects do we have you working on here right now? Um, right now, I've been working a, um, a little bit on the tool set. Um, we're kind of making some updates and improvements for it this year. Um, and so that's been a kind of a project on my list. Um, I'm also doing the 
helping out the analytics implementation. We've partnered with Omniture recently, so a lot of that um, support and implementation for the new product it, you know, falls on, on the IT department. Um, I've been also programming a couple of modules for our clients, including a PPC module, uh, which reads a published RSS feed and publishes it to various PPC outlets. Oh, that's our uh, new rapid response module, right? Yeah, uh, which is all done now. Um, I've also been working on the our query module, which works as like a proxy so we can get local rankings from not just here in the States or particularly where our web servers are, but from any country um, as long as we have somewhere to run it, um, and, which is really cool because it, it allows us to get some more accurate data for foreign clients um, or clients that want data, data in other countries. Um, I've also been working on a project for uh, SEM Toolbar, which is pretty cool. It'll, um, it does a couple things like get stats for a particular domain or some keyword stats, uh, including cost per click, uh, click-through rates, um, traffic or estimated traffic that they type into search engines, um, as well as some SEO stats like page rank and you know the, the usual gamut of stuff. Very cool. Very cool. Um, kind of switching gears here, um, but not really. <laughs> What's the uh, what do you think is the most important function IT performs uh, when supporting um, these SEO SEM projects? Well, it, de- it really depends on the company. I mean, if you have a, a really big company, you usually have a, a, a big IT department that will do a lot of the implementation and a lot of a lot of the question asking <laughs> as far as tech-related um, guidelines that we give as SEO goes. Um, if, if it's a smaller company, they might not have an IT department or their IT department is like the owner, um, and so they kind of do everything. Um, but I'd say for most, it's it's the implementation. Like IT will will mainly do the implementation based off of guidelines from marketing or you know whoever is, is running the SEO show over there. Very cool. Very cool. Do you ever have time set aside really to assist other members in other departments, like analysts, account managers, even sales? Do I have time set aside? Of course not. <laughs> but I do it anyway. <laughs> so you make the time. Yeah, I make the time. Um, yeah, I have to help out you know, other departments all the time, whether it's you know, creating custom reports or answering questions or uh, verifying a recommendation that they're giving to a client right. as far as the, the technical aspect of it. So, um, it, you know, it's, it's not a huge chunk of my day, but it, right. you know, I, I do put aside time for that. And it's, but I think it, it, that's what helps make it work. Right. I mean, I think if, if they didn't have the IT department to kind of bounce things off of right. as far as that kind of technical stuff that they, you know, they wouldn't be able to make as accurate of recommendations to the client as they do. Right. What would you say are some of the like the more detailed examples of what you what you normally get? Um, originally, it had to do with uh, server configurations, so things like HD access files and why a host may be doing something like um, blocking Google spiders or something like that. <laughs> um, that's bad, by the way. Yeah, that's bad. Um, so, but it's kind of transitioned now to more on code stuff. Like if, as we see the evolution of websites, kind of go to more client-run code on the pages, um, I get a lot more JavaScript questions and things like, well, if they have this big Flash application, you know, what are some ways we can kind of go around that to help it get indexed? Or what are some ways that, you know, all these search results are in JavaScript and they're all Ajaxed out um, with these different, you know, 10 pages of results? How do we 
how do we get that into straight HTML so a spider can read through that? Um, I've been getting a lot, of, a lot more of those type of questions where it's how, how, do, how does the spider find this stuff? Well, thank you for those examples. Um, what recommendations would you make to a programmer or IT professional that's been hired by an SEO company? Um, I, it's hard to say. They, I mean, you're going to get asked of a lot of things that aren't really normal for an IT person. So I would say that you know you should probably ask why and find out and try to find out as much information as you can as you go along. Um, but you know, try not to be stubborn about it. You don't you don't want to say just no. Right. It's a fact finding mission. Yeah, you don't want to flat out just say no to an SEO recommendation. You want to find the best you know possible way to do it without taking the most time or um, or people to program it in. Um, and some of that stuff can get hard as you work with large scale CMS systems. So the uh, you know, but but you really want to just kind of be knowledgeable and and learn about it as you go. Right. Very good. Well, thank you for spending some time with us. It's time for a break, but stay tuned. Up next, Bruce and Susan, um, as well as I, will be talking about some of the stories uh, in this week's news. SEM Synergy will be right back. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Hey, what are you reading? Revenue Magazine. It keeps me up to date on everything in performance marketing. Yeah, I get all my information online. <laughs> I don't see a computer next to your boogie board there. Well, I've got a regular magazine here. <laughs> Revenue Magazine is the only hard copy magazine that covers affiliate marketing techniques, search technologies, online fraud prevention, and interactive advertising, branding, and marketing. My magazine's got pictures. Revenue Magazine has everything for online marketers, affiliates, merchants, agencies, and networks. And you can read previous issues, blogs, and more at RevenueToday.com. Wow, mine's got a centerfold. Revenue Magazine, the performance marketing standard. For more information, go to revenuetoday.com. Welcome to Madame Natalia's. You've come to have your future told, no? Yeah, you see, I'm looking for the right life insurance affiliate program, and I have... Say no more? Huh? I see you working with AccuQuote. AccuQuote? Yes, AccuQuote. They are the nation's premier life insurance brokerage. Go on. AccuQuote will create custom creatives for you to optimize your eCPM, and they will offer you the highest payout for this offer anywhere. So when's all this going to happen? As soon as you visit AccuQuote.com. For life insurance, visit AccuQuote.com. Can you believe how long it takes to order food here? Uh, Here we go. Excuse me. She's not even looking over here. Great service is hard to come by. Whether you're sitting in a bar, restaurant, or creating effective search advertising campaigns. Um, excuse me. I think we need to go somewhere else. It's easy to feel forgotten, especially when your advertising budget is on the line. LookSmart serves up to 400 million queries a day with a side of the best customer service in the online advertising industry. Hi, how are y'all doing today? What can I get you folks to eat? You were right. This place is so much better. Look smart. Premium and performance advertising solutions. Welcome to the Daily Search Cast. There are actually people who go, I want to search. I need a search engine. I'm going to go use Yahoo. Because you know what? They've been using Yahoo for years and it works. People don't go, no, no, I don't want to use Google. No, no, no. I don't want to use Yahoo. No, no, no. I'm going to use Live Search Microsoft. Search Live Live Live.com. Oh, no, wait. I'll use that. Oh, wait. I know. I'll use AOL as my first choice. Just generally doesn't tend to be the kind of conversation you have with people, right? The Daily Search Cast. Live broadcast Monday through Thursdays at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. We're on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization. 
Johnson channel only on webmasterradio.fm. Learning how to monetize your domains, zero dollars. Listening to affiliate marketing tips on your iPod, zero dollars. Getting the latest search news on your cell phone, zero dollars. Listening to Dave N. talk about garlic breath, well, worthless. Webmasterradio.fm, we're everywhere. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. I'm here with Bruce Clay and Susan Esparza. I hope you got a lot out of my interview that I just had with Aaron, our IT manager here at Bruce Clay. Having a good IT manager is essential to anybody's SEO efforts, and it's those points that we went over are very important for everybody to keep in mind. That being said, uh, let's talk about what's been going on in our world. Okay. Um, I think really one of the interesting things that's been happening in the last couple of weeks um, is we've been seeing a lot of people noting you know, that, that Google searches are really kind of taking over and they're becoming even more navigational than they were before. I mean, they were always sur- sort of navigational in nature, but now we're seeing statistics like seven out of the top ten queried searches could have just as easily been put in the address bar and had .com and added to the end of them, and we'd have just been you know, taken right to the site. Right. I know that my own friends and relatives, I see do that all the time, and it personally drives me crazy because I still use the address bar, but I uh, for, for most people, it just, it just seems to be easier for them. Well, it's pretty much recognized that the top search term really in Yahoo happens to be Google. <laughs> and uh, don't they so, have a little inserted result that's like uh, we have a search engine too? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it actually says, "Did you mean Yahoo?" <laughs> but uh, you know, with eBay, YouTube, uh, Facebook, MySpace, a lot of those kinds of sites showing up, uh, it does a couple things. One, it basically makes it worthless to buy ads on those words, right? Because you're being taken directly to the site; you're not actually showing up. So I think you have to figure out what's actually happening. People uh, searching on domain names, just the domain name, has been going on for a very, very long time. We have clients that are uh, searched on by the domain name without the .com in excess of a million queries a month, where they could have just as easily been typed into the address bar. Right. I think that uh, one of the things that's amazing about the list uh, that came out from Search Engine Journal is that uh, number three is YouTube is one word, and number eight is YouTube is two words, and that both of them work. But when you add them together, that's like lots of queries. YouTube also uh, ends up on the list of the fastest rising terms of 2007. So it just shows that how popular that site has become. And touching upon what I know we've talked about here in the past, it, it really shows that um, if you're a business and you have the ability to do video, um, you should really be looking into YouTube to, to expand um, your visibility for your, for your business. Well, even on your own site. Having video on your site improves engagement. Mm-hmm. We know Google is going to be looking for such things. Uh, we believe it's going to be an algorithm uh, kick up if you have more media, more action, more everything on your site. Uh, I think that 
YouTube, I think, just hit just over 73% market share. Uh, it's up 32% over last year. Uh, it's growing. More people are embracing video, and you just got to do it. If you don't do it, you're missing out on the YouTube, um, in video, everything. It's- yeah. Well, and it's growing in uh, and taking market share from everyone else. I mean, nobody else other than some small little site. I think uh, Break.com is the name of the site. They're yeah. the only other ones who saw any kind of increase in their, you know, traffic volume. Whereas everybody else, Google Video, Yahoo Video, MySpace TV, it was all, you know, losses over since last year. Just, you know, YouTube is gobbling up the market. Well, I don't have a problem understanding um, that. Google would have dropped because YouTube would have gone up. But uh, the big thing here is MySpace TV, which dropped 48%. I think that is significant. I think that YouTube being bought by Google uh, really, really disturbed the balance of power out there. Uh, I could have stood to see something last for a few more years to see if it, it really got more competitive. I know that the majority of MySpace users actually embed the YouTube videos into their pages rather than using the MySpace engine itself. So um, it just goes to show you that um, even with that ability that YouTube has provided, that um, you don't have to use the videos on their website. You can you can host them there and basically use YouTube's bandwidth so it doesn't even go against your own website. And that's, that's significant for a lot of people because a lot of people's servers can't handle um, video uploading. Um, and people need those uh, different options so that they can get that on there. Well, we're starting to provide some capability on our site for more video to be embedded into our pages and, and our tools. And certainly bandwidth is a very, very important thing. Um, I don't think I want to get the bill for the YouTube bandwidth. <laughs> I imagine somebody's making a lot of money on their bandwidth because that's just, it's got to be insane. I mean, it's 73% market share in something that is by its nature, I mean, incredibly, incredibly hard on, on your bandwidth. Yeah, that's that's a pretty penny. That is that a pretty is. penny to keep that site running. I can imagine how much heat this thing is generating. I mean, there you go. YouTube is causing global warming. I think that's actually what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to start a some sort of campaign. Tell everyone uh, YouTube is causing global warming. That's it. It's their fault. <laughs> uh, if you keep pushing out images, I mean, it's it's going to just totally burn through the ozone layer and cause the ice caps to melt. And, <laughs> Uh, you know, probably cause some animals to become extinct. Can we start telling people that text content is environmentally friendly and that they should add more of it to their pages? Whoa, what a concept. Have a green site, add more text content. Brilliant. Yeah, save an electron today. Mm -hmm. Save an electron today. And then just disallow the ability to print and we're good to go. Oh, Uh, yeah. No paper. No paper. (laughs) Well, I'll buy that. Everybody... Everybody here, you can listen to our show and, and run into your boss's office and say, 29-inch monitors on every desk. You know, save paper today. That's right. There you go. Our Who toner needs bill to print will it out drop. if we can see it properly? That's right. Well, okay, folks, uh, that's it for this week's show. Thanks to Webmaster Radio for producing SEM Synergy. I want to remind our listeners to send Internet marketing questions to Synergy at brisclay.com. We look forward to getting them. If you have a topic you'd like to hear, please send it through. Uh, We'll see if we can uh, do some research on it and get some answers. This is Bruce Clay here with Robert and Susan. He's asking you to come back next week when I talk to Dr. Ralph Wilson. 
longtime online marketing expert uh, and actually a longtime friend. We've been uh, doing a lot of things together. He has an ebook coming out soon on optimizing landing pages. You're going to probably want to pick that up, especially if you're uh, really thinking that you need to optimize uh, specific pages. Check out scmsynergy.com for more on next week's show and this week's guests and topics too. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. 